So it's not an entirely uncommon phenomenon to see people getting very angry and aggressive when discussing some or another issue. And the question is, why is this so? Is it strictly because we mean bad and we do things for no reason at all just to do it? That we would offer a different account, that's for sure. So a way to think about uh, things here perhaps is that we have particular psychological to so say needs and really we, we might even say it goes a lot deeper than that we have a particular nature that is continually seeking its realization as it concerns uh, what we take to be ourself and consequently when we feel that that nature is uh, suppressed uh, if we want to put it more simply when our psychological needs are, are violated we have to do something uh, to compensate and, and to regain equilibrium and to regain our, our balance. So, for instance, a basic need uh, to, to describe it, it so we would say is to feel powerful and in control. We do not want to feel out of control. Even if we're a, a little baby, we want to feel sufficiently in control. Uh, we, we're a little kid, we want to feel in control. And certainly we're an adult, we want to feel in control. If we feel out of control, whether it's because our vehicle is sliding on ice, may we be spared, or, uh, or we don't have job security, or uh, difficult family situations, we don't know, staying, leaving, going, this, that, or our health, our body is, is bugging out on us, goodness forbid, uh, all kinds of things. If we feel out of control, it's a really bad feeling. And we would say it has to do with our with our fundamental nature. It's not an arbitrary thing. We see the same in all of life in one way or another if we look closely enough. So it's a really, really deep, absolute, we can even say, necessary uh, uh, phenomenon. So consequently, uh, what it takes for us to feel in control depends on, on many things, most of all on who we are, on our stage of development. Uh, and uh, and in a situation such as we mentioned where we, um, uh, well, actually, let's get to that, right? Why is it that uh, we get angry and we get enraged sometimes when uh, communicating our ideas, when talking with others? So the idea would be that in order to meet our psychological needs, which include, right, to feel in control, to feel dignified, to feel respected, to feel good about ourselves, we do many things. In fact, everything we do is in light of, of that, of our nature, of our psychology. Consequently, we build up a world in which which is inhabitable for us, where we can tolerate, uh, uh, in which we can tolerate living. There we go. Which meets or appears to meet our basic psychological needs. Again, where we feel in control, not to repeat, we feel dignified, all that kind of stuff. So the idea is that the more detached from truth this world is, the more we naturally, unconsciously understand that we have to protect it and we have to be careful. Uh, 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 we have to be careful with it. What does that mean? So we can use an analogy. Let's say that um, two people want to learn to defend themselves right? uh, and, and to feel powerful, to feel in control, feel confident on the streets and in all kinds of situations. One person uh, goes to... Um, uh, a real school of, say, mixed martial arts, really masters uh, martial arts. Mixed martial arts does a, a tremendous amount of, of uh, uh, has encouraged a tremendous amount of real physical contact, of real uh, choking and being choked and punching and being punched and all kinds of things and consequently turns him or herself into a real fighter uh, to some extent. And, and, uh, and the second person goes to 
a school which teaches n- nonsense tricks. There are even the videos like that where uh, not, the ma- quote-unquote master knocks people out without touching them, right? So teaches these techniques and the person is hypnotized and falls over, yada, yada. So one part, both people had a need to feel in control, to feel confident. Right? One person met that need in the context of reality, which was very hard, but in the context of truth. And the reward is that he or she really feels confident in in violent situations doesn't not an absolute guarantee but you know we do what, what, what we can do it's reality a person also understands what it means to lose maybe to be knocked out to be choked out it happens and it's not so traumatic then because it has the evolution has a card in reality the other person had that same need but tried to meet it in a fake context in a in an easy context in a context detached from truth uh, for example, again, I'm gonna, I can knock you out by not touching you. You know, I don't have to actually take any contact. I don't have to spar. I don't have to to, uh, to, to do any kind of grappling. But with this one trick that I, I read on the internet or that I, I was taught in this school by this "quote unquote" master, I can take out any opponent at all. Just uh, don't let me uh, don't let me near anybody. You know, I'm a bad dude or bad girl. So we, the the second person has deceived him or herself. And on some level here, she understands the deception and understands that I have to be really careful with that, uh, with kind of this, this world that I built up because this is my sense of control. This is my sense of, of security. And if it's broken, I'm going to be broken. I'm going to be destroyed. I get, I get beat up. Right? I'm going to feel super duper traumatized. So the chances are, if, if let's say now these two people uh, separately, uh, they come into a situation or involved in a situation that where physical uh, and Physical confrontation is in question. The one person who has met his or her need in reality has turned him or herself into a competent uh, combat uh, athlete. It, it's no problem at all. Let's go. You want to scrap? You want to fight? All day, right? If I, I, I'll probably win. If, if you're, you know, but if not, I, I lose. You know, sometimes you lose. Whatever it is, uh, the person has no problem with it. The second person understands that he or she hasn't uh, met, uh, kind of uh, stuck to reality. So the person is freaking out. No, I don't. I don't have to fight. Yeah, I have a tenth degree black belt, but I don't want to prove myself. And no, no, I'm not going to go outside out the back. No, no, you know, uh, it's not about. I'm not violent. I'm all about nonviolence. Peace, peace and love, brother or sister. Peace and love. You know, <laughs> putting the hands together. Peace. All this kind of thing. So we see why is it because the person means bad? No, it's because in order to feel control, in order to protect his or her psychological needs, the second person feels. Correctly, actually, that he or she needs to employ various uh, coping mechanisms and strategies that beat around the bush. Meaning, it, it's, it can't be no holds barred. It can't really be reality because reality would hurt too much. It would be too much of a wake up call. It would be too extreme. So now, taking this, hopefully, we understand this concept pretty well now. So we can apply that to everything else, and we see that just like physically, uh, there's difficult situations, and we can build up our, our bodies and our skills to, to deal with those situations mentally and emotionally. It's the same thing. The world presents us with a tremendous amount of riddles, a tremendous amount of challenges, and we have uh, the, the choice to uh, respond in a truthful, honest way, which very frequently may, uh, excuse me, may not appear to be immediately advantageous to us. For example, I take responsibility for myself. 
I don't externalize on anybody else. I don't project on anybody else. I deal with the dark, uh, aggressive parts of myself. I don't simply uh, see it in you and not uh, see it in myself. I do all these difficult things, these self-effacing things. I tell the truth. I'm honest. Over a long period of time, I build up a conception of the world that can hold and be tested. And consequently, I'm more than willing to discuss uh, what I think and what I understand to be the case. And, uh, you know, whether it's against one person, 10 people, a billion people, I'll, I'll, I'll say what I have to say because I have stuck with the truth, just like the competent fighter that has really done it. You know, you want to fight, no problem. I, I, you know, we don't have to, but if you want to, we can. So it's the same idea. So then the person doesn't feel a need to get angry. You can push back. I want you to push back the person thinks because I have the answers. Or if I don't, and I and you show me how I'm not, uh, how I haven't said something honest, uh, haven't said something true, I'm extremely happy to have the opportunity to revise my context, my understanding of the truth, because I'm after the truth. I'm after reality. I'm not after my self-serving fantasy that I need to, to fulfill my psychological needs, except in an illusory way. So that person uh, will not get angry, will not get intimidated, will not start screaming and yelling, will not leave uh, it, when things get heated in a conversation, it's no problem at all. all right? The second person, another person, obviously we're given here kind of extremes to get the points. We're all somewhere in the middle. The, uh, another person does what the, the person with the martial arts did. Is, and that is to search out for short-term solutions for emotional gratification, which obviously involve uh, necessarily a lot of lying and, and a lot of uh, nonsense. So, for example, I feel... Um, I feel bad. I feel like a loser. So I'm going to find somebody to blame. It's really because of my parents. They really screwed me up. Now, I really hate my parents. I'm full of hatred. I'm full of rage. I now, you know, I um, I feel I have all this this nonsense inside of me. I don't want to acknowledge it in myself because I have a self-image. I'm a great person. I'm a wonderful person. I don't have an angry bone in my body. So now all of that hatred and rage that I have inside of myself, I see it in every other person. Besides myself, you're a psychopath. You're a sociopath. You're a narcissist. You're horrible. You're greedy. You're selfish. You're this or that. I walk around. Uh, every single person I hate, I see the worst in them. I have horrible relationships with people. That makes me feel bad. That goes against my self-image. I thought I was a great person. Everybody hates me. Everybody thinks I'm a scum. What's going on? I turn to another lie, maybe just I'm misunderstood. I'm really such a the nicest person in the world, but the world is so mean and cold. It must be that humanity is evil, that life has no point by necessity, that uh, we're nothing more than just uh, 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 atoms. There's no nothing, right? The, the universe is a big place anyway. Now I've convinced myself life has no meaning, that my life has absolutely no purpose. Other people are not, they, they don't count at all. Now I feel so empty. I feel so drained of any purpose, of any kind of meaning. It's a horrible feeling and most certainly doesn't meet my psychological needs. So I find something else to believe in. I find some kind of pop ideology, something circulating on the internet, a conspiracy theory, some kind of uh, violent mass movement, whatever the case may be. Now I feel uh, uh, part of that. I can scream. I can yell. Yeah. So obviously we build up this web of lies and self-deceit and self-serving nonsense we know, we correctly understand then that we have to be very defensive because if somebody pushes back and says, is that really true what you said? Is that really so? We, where there's nothing for us to say and everything is going to crumple and we're going to be back to square one of feeling absolutely horrible inside, vulnerable, 
weak, uh, degenerate, and, and so forth and so on. And that is what we do not want. So consequently, when we are pushed, what do we do? We have to regain our control. We have to start screaming and yelling or leave, not take any questions, not, <coughs> excuse me, allow anybody to push against herself and so forth and so on. All right? Hopefully we can find some people that are on the same page as us and we can reaffirm each other. Yeah, yeah you're, you're great. You're the most righteous person on the planet and say it back to me. Say it back to me. Okay, there we go. <laughs> all right, so again, we see this is, it's not funny at all and, and it's really tragic and it, that what makes it even more tragic and painful is that we really do not mean bad. We really don't do this intentionally. It's not because we say, I want to be a loser in life in a true way, in a human way. I could be a winner in a particular thing, but in the true way. It's not because I want bad for its own sake. I do, I, I do mean good. I, I am fundamentally good. And because of my vulnerability, because of my basic psychological needs, because of my nature, I've taken the wrong path. When we realize that, it becomes really, truly painful because we really, truly have pity for uh, and sympathy for those of us that take the wrong approach to life. Just like for sympathy for the, the person that learns the fake martial art. Now, we have to say it's, a, it, it's very hard to have real deep sympathy because at the same time, we understand like, there's a reason why, you know, you're in one situation, another person is in another situation. You were dishonest. You, <coughs> excuse me, you were uh, not, um, you didn't stick to the straight and narrow path of truth. And, and you get what you get. So in a sense, there we can't really be unhappy. It is justice. It, it does have to be that a person who goes down that path suffers. And yet, if we understand it wasn't intentional in the way that we might think, and, and a person does mean good, we really truly want the best for the person, and we understand the person has to suffer while he or she remains in that state, but we can uh, help, hopefully, lead a person out of that state. And the way to get out of that state, if we're wondering how, or if we identify that in ourselves, which is perfectly fine, we don't need that guilt to it, because again, now, now we feel guilty, now we scream, we feel more guilty, and not, we don't want to add guilt. We accept ourselves as we are now, and then we simply try to move forward. So if we I'm wondering, how do we get out of it? Well, the answer, of course, is truth. The answer is honesty. That is always the answer. We have to grab onto the rope of truth and have to pull ourselves out of it. But we have to remember that the truth, at least unless we've been living by it for a long time, is painful. The truth is painful. Most basic thing, we live in this state and then we have to contend with the fact of our death. We live in a complete fantasy land and something so real as our own death is coming for us. It's an incomprehensible fact, and that's going to lead to a tremendous amount of further distress and depression and insanity and ignorance and who knows, maybe a plan to freeze ourselves or, or to upload our, our mind to the quantum computer or who knows what. So uh, that's an example, right? Our, our real needs can only be met in reality. And real truth is at least initially very painful. We have to deal with things as they are. We have to deal with ourselves as we really are, with our weaknesses, <coughs> excuse me, with our loneliness, with our animality. We have to contend with it. We can't project it onto anybody else. So it's painful. That's what we have to do. We have to find and identify the painful truths that can get us out of our predicament and that that can, excuse me, bring us out into the light of truth, of reality, where we are scared of nobody and nothing. And, and we will never run away from hearing something or, or anything like that because we are confident that we are pursuing the truth as best as we can. We might be wrong. We might think something totally different tomorrow. 
But as best to the best of our ability at, at any given time, we want to be pursuing the truth and, and being on, on the path of honesty. <coughs> Excuse me. So that's the idea. That could be a way to think about it. We have to have sympathy uh, for, for those of us that have taken the wrong path and do what, what, what is possible to help each and every uh, one of us uh, get out into the light as much as possible. So let's do it. Thank you for listening.